four times. Four, four times in total, we've now seen the Eras Tour. Correct. Four times in three modalities. We saw, we, we went to the actual show, which we talked about on this show. And then we went to see the movie, which we talked about again on the show. Then we saw the same movie <laughs> again. <laughs> and then we watched it again, but this time in the comfort of our own living room. <laughs> it was wonderful. I think every experience has had its own like um, perks to it. Correct. Because like, you know, going to the show, obviously top tier. You're actually there. Taylor is in the building. You're all in the same place. You're You're with a bunch of Swifties. It's, you know, unmatched. And then you go like the tier below that, which is like you're you're also ideally with a bunch of Swifties, but just in a movie theater and you get food. Well, in, in our case, we got food. Um, so that was great. And this time, um, just the experience of being able to like have popcorn and be in our pajamas and just in the living room watching it on a Saturday night. That was wonderful. Um, so each time it's been a little bit different, but in a good way. Yeah, I agree. What did you think of, like, the most recent uh, rendition of this experience? There's something special about it every time, and I don't know how to capture what that is. Mm -hmm. Even though, again, as we've established, this is our fourth time viewing this concert. We know the songs. We know what order they're going to be in. There's no surprise or anything. There's just something about when it starts and you get into it and, you know, it opens with Heartbreak Prince and you go into Cruel Summer and all that. And just like, there's something, it's just, it's a magical show. I can't, like, I can't describe it any other way than that. It is quite magical. I had one small gripe last night. Go on. And I don't know if it's just me. I I didn't like the sound mixing. There was Um, something weird with the sound mixing. She was very quiet. I don't know if this is our TV settings or the way that they did this home release thing. But it did not sound like this in the theater, to my knowledge. No, 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 you're absolutely right. And there was some point, and I might still do this, where I was thinking, I'm going to hop on Twitter and see if any other people are talking about this. Because there was some weird things where you would hear certain instrumentation would just kind of crop up to the you know to the surface and i was like yeah i didn't i didn't hear it that way in the theater there, there was a couple weird moments yeah. and again i don't know if that's our tv setting right. i don't know if that's how it was you know optimized for streaming again i want to hop online and see if other people are talking about yeah. this and like this didn't like ruin my experience or anything and Same. eventually i got used to it and it didn't really bother me but at first i was like i don't like Everything is off. Like, she's so quiet and everything else is very loud. Like, even the backup singers were louder than her at some points. And I was like, I, it's okay. But, like, also, it's not. Like, it, I, but again, this could be our settings. And this could just be, like, a very simple, like, thing you change and it's fine. Um, So, I'm, it's not like, it sucks. <laughs> it was, it was very jarring at first. I was not expecting it. Um, But. But again, I got used to it and I got over it. So I wasn't sure if it was just me or not. No, no, it was definitely not just you. I definitely had moments where I was like, huh, that's that's weird. That's interesting. But um, again, the experience of getting to see it again, but like 
just you know being in your house um i like it i liked it a lot even though it cost dollars <laughs> it did nineteen dollars and 89 cents baby uh, but we got to have popcorn in our taylor swift air store bucket yes thing again and the dog finally got to see it or half of it she she fell asleep yeah she's like i'm not interested <laughs> doesn't really care um but yeah, so I, we've talked about the Eras Tour so much on the show this yes. year. Yes, um, I say this year as if the show has existed beyond 2023, which it has not yet, um, except for the release of this episode. <laughs> Correct. Oh, uh, what what is this show? <laughs> yes, the show in question being Space Swifties, a Star Wars and Taylor Swift podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Devor. And I'm Meg, and I promise we know how to podcast. Um, we're coming up on a year almost um, Correct. of doing this, and uh, I love it. I love it. I This is, I think, the most fun I have podcasting, uh, most fun I have doing pretty much anything that's semi-work-related at this point, and um, it's so good. It's so good. I'm having so much fun, and I get to podcast with my favorite person. I know it's. I, I love doing this show. I'm so glad we decided to do it. We're talking about you know a couple a couple things on this episode that you're getting today, um, but also guilt by association returns, uh, which is going to be either fun or very very fun depending on what the wheel chooses. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. You know, as this episode is coming out, and even as we're recording it, we're a little late to the game on this, but that is the the downside of doing a monthly show that you sometimes pre-record ahead of time, etc. Um, we were going to talk a little bit about Spotify Wrapped um, and where Taylor Swift fell in our respective, um, you know, listens of 2023. All right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't think it's surprising that for either of us, she was the most listened to artist. Mm-hmm. She was not. My top song was not a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> um, l- Listen, let me explain. Let me explain. There was a week. There was some week or some semi-extended stretch of time at some point in 2023 where I I needed I needed to be hyped. I needed to be like, I needed to go. I needed to do probably some work-related thing and i proceeded to put a song on repeat apparently for a lot longer than i realized um and that's try everything from zootopia <laughs> and unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you feel about this song in this movie um it was my number one song of the year that was not my intention <laughs> goodness uh- um so i'm sorry i'm sorry taylor um for that but you know all, all the other songs were taylor swift songs um so god i you know i tried i really tried to to do a taylor sweep this year and i didn't i didn't do it it's okay it's okay i'm actually pulling up my rap right now because i straight up don't remember what's yeah on my i got rap. i gotta do that too but all like, right did, hang on I, I i got it here we both got that message right like you're the top fan like yeah taylor pops up on the yes yes yeah it's yeah the, the whole like personalized video yeah. message thing all right i got it here it did not take that that long but yeah so my top ended up being a taylor swift song it was hits different oh man yeah i listened to that according to spotify 48 streams 
date first listened May 26th. So I assume that's the day it, it hit Spotify. Probably. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's yeah. A lot. Four of my five are Taylor Swift songs. My top five. What's your what's the one that's not Taylor Swift? It is off of the it is a song off of the Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack. <laughs> yes. Am I dreaming? It's a very good song. Oh, man. Go oh, listen to it. Hold on. I'm having how do you find your Spotify rap? I can't. Remember. All right, so you go into Spotify, yes, right? And you're I'm on your there. homepage and uh-huh. you see the little bubbles at the top, that's the menus. Yes. If you scroll all the way to the right, you should see wrapped. Oh, wow, look at it tech support live on the show there is a playlist if you go in where's your rap and you look next to it and says your top songs oh, it will put them go. in order oh man uh try everything there it is <laughs> um can you do you want to guess what my number two is all right it is a taylor swift yes. song yes the rest of them are okay oh wait no they're not <laughs> great okay i'll guess your number two uh, which would be your number one most listened to Taylor Swift song. Yes. Um, it, it may be a song that's very familiar to you. Is For it a also reason, hits different? Have... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. We both have the same most listened to Taylor Swift yes. song. What are your other Taylor songs? I'm so not... my other ones are all from two albums. Oh, man. So it's Hits Different, which is the top. And then... It's Castles Crumbling, Lavender Haze, and I Can See You. That is, I Can See You. That's surprising. Yeah. Wow. I did not expect that from you. Apparently, I was really bopping to that song. I mean, I did listen to it a bunch of times huh. this year. So I like that. So, not I, I lied. Not all of my top five, or even my top four, other than uh, Try Everything, are Taylor Swift. Um, so, it's different. My third most listened to and my second most listened to Taylor Swift is actually Only the Young. Didn't realize I listened to that song what? that much. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Neither was I. Um, and really, I totally, I thought, okay, sure. Um, You're on your own, kid, was the other Taylor Swift one. Okay. And then there's an Ed Sheeran song. And then there's um, Walk the Way Together from The Mandalorian. Good Lord. Which uh, was our... Um, our walking down the aisle and our wedding song. Don't don't even ask. Don't don't ask how that came about. But man, so not as much Taylor Swift as I thought. But uh, but Star Wars did make it onto my top five. So in line with uh, you know where we're at with this podcast. <laughs> um. Wow. Apparently, only the young really really hit me at some point this year. <laughs> I guess so. But, okay, the, the reason this happens, because this is also the case with the other tops, a lot of the other top songs in my um, wrapped, is, like, um, when I'm running, I don't always like to listen to a playlist. I sometimes like to just listen to the same song. Okay, um, yeah. Because I don't have to change it while I'm running on the treadmill, because I don't like doing that. But also, like, if it's really getting me going, it's just going to keep, you know, keeping me going. Um, and so sometimes like I'll get stuck on a song and I'll just keep listening to it as I'm running. And I just, uh, that's how I get the run in sometimes. Yeah. It makes sense. That's why. Yeah. That's also why Tides by Ed Sheeran is <laughs> in my top five for good reason. Uh, Speaking of running on the treadmill, uh huh. do we want to talk about the intersection of Taylor Swift and personal fitness? Yes, we do. Okay. So Again, this is old news. By the time you're listening, 
we got to figure out we got to figure this out <laughs> there's really no way around it at this point but um miss taylor allison swift time person of the year is that what it's called <laughs> yes Time person of the year. Person of the year, which I honestly like, because um, like not that long before we find out she was like in the running for it or whatever, and I was like, "There's no way she's not going to get it," um, just because like it, n- no one has been more talked about this year than Taylor Swift um, for like so many different reasons. Um, but you know, we can we can talk about that more if we want. But something that came out of that was. Um, the interview that she did where she talked about how she trained for um, the Eras Tour, which was by running to the set list on the treadmill over and over and over and over. Um, that's why, you know, that's a good way to train for that kind of thing. Because if you have seen any rendition of the Eras Tour, she's on stage doing a lot for a very long time. That's very hard to do. Um, and I could never do it. Like... Doing that, but also singing at the same time. Singing is exhausting by itself. You sing like singing an entire concert just standing there. When you're done, you're you're it's it's done. You're over. Um, but anyway, so that's how she trained for it. Is like doing her set list while also running. Um, and inspired by a TikTok that I saw. I'll maybe we will link. It. We should link it in the yeah in the thing. Um, I sent it to you, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I have um. It. Someone wanted to try running to the set list to see, like, what it was like. And um, they had a knee injury, and so they couldn't actually finish. But I think they said they were going to, like, try it again once they were um, feeling better and, you know, update or whatever. But that made me think, like, um, what would it be like to, you know, run the entire Eras Tour set list? Because, um, you know, everyone runs at a different pace everyone runs differently it's not going to come out to the same thing for anyone and I thought because I've been looking for a way to like motivate myself to keep working out because I've been really struggling like I've been doing it but I haven't really been enjoying it I haven't been looking forward to it and so I thought like what if let's just like assume for this conversation the Eras tour is the length of like a half marathon it's probably more than that but I'm just assuming at this point. And I'm like, when you train for something like that, you work your way up to it. You do a little bit at a time. You have this whole schedule. And I'm like, what if I, and also therefore we, um, trained to run the Eras Tour and then maybe actually did it. Um, so that's what I've been, the last couple of days I've been like running through each era. Um, and I'm having so much fun, like more fun working out than I've had in, a long time and then you started yeah i did yeah i mean at, at the time that we're recording this i've only done one era just at the very start with lover and the other part of the workout is that your speed like how fast you're going varies across your run according to what song so the the conceit is when you have you know an up-tempo song then you're running fast when you have a slower song, then you maybe just do kind of like a light jog or a really fast walk or something. So it kind of goes up and down depending on how the songs fall on the set list. Yeah. Um, it's For me, it's like I finally have something because, you know, I may not actually run the whole thing at once. I don't know. Who knows what? 
the next year is going to look like. But being able to like have that to work toward has like already completely changed my mindset toward running. And, um, you know, I, I'm already like, I, I've been running, like, I'm not just like starting from nothing. Um, which I think like, if you're going to run something like this, that would be harder to do because, you know, you can only run so much at a time when you're starting out. So like, I kind of like, am already in shape a little bit, but like, this is just completely like made me want to, um, really like, do the thing um and i'm having a great time and i can't wait to continue updating you on how it's going (laughs) it's just like you wake up and you're like like today i get to run evermore that's like my favorite part of the set list i'm so excited like i'm not usually very excited to go running but here we are so yay yeah, I'm really glad that you discovered this, and it's just like it—it it is that—that's it's like a fun little way to you know gamify one's workout and yeah. like you know find a way to do it a little different, have a twist, yeah. make it a little more fun. Yeah, and it's like a healthy way to like get up in the morning and be like, I'm gonna go do this thing that's good for myself, but I'm also going to enjoy. Um, it's you know like a lot of people understandably struggle with like working out not just like the thing itself but like the I think the hardest part is actually going to do it and like having this like thing to motivate me to even just go downstairs and get on the treadmill is like it's only been a couple days and it's already like it's a complete turnaround in my brain and um I'll see what I can do with it I guess heck yeah yay Yay, health 2024 (laughs) healthy healthy year I don't know (laughs) Oh, I just, you know, like anything you can do to like use fandom to like improve your life personally. Um, that's why we like things, you know, that's why we have to have things that we enjoy. <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking of things we enjoy, um, should we, uh, should we do the thing we really came here to do? Yes. <laughs> it's time. For another round of Guilt by Association. Yay! So, the Wheel of Destiny has chosen for us five songs that we may potentially talk about. We will have the wheel pick three of them, and we will talk about the Star Wars linkages that we have to those songs. The five songs that the Wheel of Destiny picked for us to potentially talk about are Dress, Call It What You Want, I bet you think about me, Christmas Tree Farm, <laughs> and Maroon. Uh, there is one that we are both desperately hoping it picks. Um, and we're not going to say which one because the wheel will hear us. So, All right. So let's do this. The first pick by the Wheel of Destiny is... Call it what you want off Reputation. You're going to be so mad at me. I can't wait. You go first. You're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Call it what you want. What a, what Star Wars couple fits nicely into Call It What You Want? For me, it's a couple, you know, a ship, if you will, that I resisted at first. I thought... No, it doesn't really go. It doesn't work. But then, as time went on, I realized, you know, 
maybe, maybe it could. Maybe, maybe Din and Bo Katan actually could fit together. Christ. Um, your song is not yet written and all of that. Um, Goodness. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good one. I, I'm not even mad about that. I came up with this almost immediately and I was like, am I, am I going too far? And the answer is no. <laughs> oh, because what is this song about? It's about, you know, feeling like the world has turned its back on you. Except for, except for this one person that is yours. Yeah. I love that. That's a great pick. I'm not even mad. You know, the more, the more you watch them in season three, the more it makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's a really good one. All right. So I also have a Star Wars couple, a ship, I guess. I guess you could say. Uh, that was the pick was motivated but similarly in terms of the spirit of the song about like things are going bad and then you're sort of finding you know solace and you know another person but i went with of course a different couple and a different era which is i went with elzar and avar oh oh i, I think it it works really well oh no it, it, it the song especially made me think of slight I have darkness spoilers here. Cover your ears, kids. Of the end of that book. Yes. When Avar gets back to Coruscant. Yeah. And Elzar is there. I'm sorry, but how dare it end like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, we won't spoil anything else, but that's perfect. Yeah. I just say like the whole opening where she's like, my castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight. They took the crown, but it's all right. You know, following her whole journey of phase one going from, you know, Light of the Jedi and she's Hero of Hetzel and Marshal of Starlight. And then she has her whole arc in the comics and then she loses the Marshal position, you know, and then ends up you know, at the start of phase three. She's kind of, you know, on her own and all that. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's ultimately Elzar is the person that she kind of finds comfort in in the midst of like all this bad stuff happening to her. It's so good. That's like the perfect pick. Yeah. Because um, it's really like about like, you know, you were essentially like on top of the world and now you're not. And like, who do you have to turn to? You have this one person who makes you feel like everything is going to turn out fine. Um, yeah. And then also just like, you know, from the title, call it what you want. You're like, is this a romantic relationship? <laughs> yeah. Like, are they just like you know, really close platonically, like, you know, they're, they're Jedi, so they can't really have those kind of right. relationships. So it's like, you know, like what, call it whatever you want that they've got going on between them. Right. So I think it fits on that level too. Yeah. And the other thing I like about um, Dinbo as, as they're called, which I don't love that ship name, but it is what it is. Um, I kind of want to smash their last names together. <laughs> I don't know if it would work though. Um, Jarkatan? <laughs> Kajaran? I like Kajaran. Hashtag Kajaran. <laughs> God. Um, you know, because it's like they're Mandalorians. And it's like, they, you know, they have responsibilities that are pretty big and heavy. Um, especially when you involve, like, the Darksaber and, like, that whole, like, you know, who gets it, whatever. 
Um, is that when she fell for him? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like our, you know, is our duty to our people more important than how we may feel about ourselves? And then season three ends and you're like, well, I really don't know where this is going. So, um, but yeah, that, I, I came up with that one pretty quick, but I like yours. Yours is really good. Thank you. Ava and Elzar have a lot of, there's a lot of good Taylor Swift songs that work with them. Yes, um, there are. I think you've picked them before for, or maybe have I? Oh, uh, maybe not. I, I can't remember. I don't think I have. Yeah, maybe not. Well, maybe I was thinking of one. But you're right. There are other songs where I've also had them in mind. Yeah. I don't know in any that have come up yet, but in terms of you know, looking at her whole, you know, yeah. musicography, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, there's a couple songs like this one is about them. Oh, yeah, Avar is like in her reputation era, like 100. percent Yes. <laughs> yeah, Avar is. I think her era. She is either. I mean, and maybe it varies depending on you know what state she's in, what she's going on. I think she's either a, a reputation girly or she's Midnight's. Oh, Midnight's is also good. I think Midnight's is really good. Oh. I think Midnight's is a very Avar album. Oh, it really is. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The second pick from the Wheel of Destiny is... <laughs> Call it what you want again. <laughs> Gus, spin the wheel. Wheel really likes Call It What You Want. I like the mix of songs that we've gotten so far. Yeah. In, like, in terms of like different albums. The Wheel Picks Christmas Tree Farm! <laughs> yes! That was the one you were really hoping for because both of our picks are allegedly very stupid. <laughs> yes. If you, if you, I swear, if you came up with the same idea that I did, I'm done. I quit I, this I podcast. don't think I, mean, I did. Okay. But I guess we'll find out. Okay. All right. So I will do my pick. So, you know, we, we, we both kind of kind of groaned when the wheel gave us Christmas Tree Farm. We figured it was going to happen sooner or later. I guess for a recording that was happening in December, it is appropriate that we got <laughs> Christmas Tree Farm. Yeah. But it was a tall order, <laughs> you know, to do a Taylor Swift Christmas song and be like, how do you connect this to Star Wars? And so the avenue, you know... That I went going down is like, like we said, it's a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And so far as we know, Christmas does not exist in Star Wars. But Life Day exists in Star Wars. <laughs> Life Day, the Wookiee holiday, introduced originally in the Star Wars holiday special. The Star Wars holiday special ends with the Life Day celebration and the main cast... <laughs> Of A New Hope shows up for the celebration, and we get a musical number performed by Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. (laughs) And I thought, what if, instead of singing what she does, she sang Christmas Tree Farm? (laughs) Can you imagine Carrie Fisher singing Christmas Tree Farm? And that's the association I made. Oh, it's a tragedy that we will never hear Carrie Fisher sing Christmas Tree Farm. No, we will not. I'm not going to lie. The holiday special was where I went to first. But part of me was like, is that cheating? Because I thought of the original holiday special. But then I thought of the Lego holiday special, too. Because Life Day is also in that one. And I was like, if you go to, like, the scene at the end of that one where, they, where they're where they all together or whatever, like, is that, like, too, like, is it cheating? <laughs> no, I think my brain actually went there first. 
I went Lego holiday yeah. special and their celebration. But then I came up with this one. I'm like, this is way dumber and I have to go with oh, this one. I love it because like in that moment, you could just like, like if you were to like take that moment and just play the song over it, you know, it could work. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Um, Yeah. That's where I went first. But I kind of second guessed myself. And I'm like, can I be more creative than that? Can I go outside of the closest thing we have in Star Wars to Christmas related content? Um, and I came up with something really dumb that's not as good as yours. <laughs> um, all right. So Christmas Tree Farm is a Christmas song. Um, but you know what the song is also about? It's also about um, winter and being cold. And, you know, thinking about the person that you might like. And how you wish you could go back to a moment where you're with that person. <laughs> oh my, I know where this is going. But the song is about that, but also about trees. <laughs> okay, now I don't know where this is going. So the thing that came to mind 20 minutes before we started recording this, because I could not come up with one, is... um. The end of <laughs> the end of Force Awakens, when Rey and Kylo are on Starkiller Base, <laughs> fighting amongst the trees in the snow, while the entire planet is breaking what? apart. <laughs> what? Because, like you know. What if Ray is having a moment later and she's like, what if we could go back to that? Because she's missing Ben. And she's like, what if... What if... <laughs> Listen, this one was really hard. And I yeah. had to like think of something dumb so that I could laugh about how much I struggle. <laughs> there are a lot of trees that resemble evergreen trees. In our universe, in that scene, you know, sort of, maybe. I I'm happy. I, with I, I my like pick. it. I like it. It's it's bananas. It's possibly more bananas than my pick. Um, one hundred percent. Uh, not that yours isn't good, because that's where I was gonna go if I couldn't think of anything yeah. else. But I'm glad I didn't, because then we would have both had like Life Day stuff, right? Which again, not a bad thing. I was trying to think of if there was a story in the Life Day Treasury book that fit better, but I couldn't remember some of those stories as well as I would have liked to because it's been a while since I read that book. Um, but this is this is where this is where I landed. Um, so stupid. There, there's no deeper meaning to it than that, really. Yeah. Goodness. It's a forest with a lot of trees. It, it, it sure is. <laughs> uh. All right. The final pick. For the Wheel of Destiny is Maroon. Oh, no. Off of Midnight. Oh, no. I was hoping it wouldn't pick this one. All right. It is your turn. Oh, I kind of want you to go first. All right. Oh. So, Maroon. So, I had a pick for this one pretty quickly. 
I hesitated a little bit because it's a scene, a moment that we've already talked about in Guilt by Association, one that I've talked about with another song. So I was like trying to think about, did I want to put something else just for the sake of, you know, variety and not kind of going back into the same well over and over. But then I just decided that the fit was too good. So I thought I was just going to stick with it. That's okay. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I went with Padme and Anakin on Mustafar. Mm. Yeah, because there's that, like, this relationship is not what it used to be. Yeah, the yeah the relationship is not what it used to be. Mm. It's a song about a relationship that's kind of, like, you know, in its dying stages. Yeah. And, I mean, even, you know, the, the chorus when she says, like, I looked at the sky and it was maroon. What planet on Star Wars has a maroon sky but Mustafar? Oh, yeah, I gotta go literal. Yeah. So I, I, I think it works really well of, like, here was this relationship, like, we had, you know, we we had some good times and all that, but now it's, like, we're, we're kind of teetering on the edge. Mm. I like that. Um, I mean, like, there are a lot of songs that can go with that scene or that idea. Because the thing is, like, there are not a lot of, like, like what you'd call like a traditional breakups in Star Wars. Yeah. Like there's not like, you know, there 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 are certain things and you can make it work, but like Anakin and Padme are very much like it's over. Um you know, like not like not like in a in a it is what it is. Um yeah. Man, it, that movie is sad, but Yeah. And I mean even you can even think about the the bridge as being from his point of view afterwards as Vader when he says, and I wake with your memory over me. That's a real fucking legacy mm. to leave. Oh, that made it worse. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> um, oh. it's, I, uh, Star Wars is not like a great place to go. If you're looking for like happy relationship endings, it really isn't. No, um, they exist, and people need to acknowledge that. No, because they do. There, there's too many people on Twitter like Star Wars romance has no happy endings. Like, go read a book. <laughs> they exist. <laughs> go read a book. Excuse me, have you heard of my parents, Ziri and Fontu, <laughs> mom and dad? <laughs> They're doing great, as far as we know. As far as we know. Um. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Whew. Um. I mean, the, the thing about Star Wars is a lot of relationships end because of death. Yeah. <laughs> but again, uh, read a book. <laughs> I love it. Um, so the one that I came up with, I wasn't super sure about it. So I wanted you to like talk first so I could like had like, I mm-hmm. could get like into the vibe of the song and like, sure. think about it more. Um, so I picked Han and Kira for mine. Oh. Um, because like, you know, their story is like there there is this relationship and they're trying to get away together. And when they're separated and he ends up leaving and she ends up staying behind, it's very much like, oh, I'll come back for you. Um, yeah. And then they go their separate ways and everything happens. And they do eventually come back together. But there is that like, you know, when you finally get to like the end of Solo, um, there is very much that vibe of like, this is this can't be what it was. Yeah. Um, this will never be what it was before. Yeah. And um obviously they don't get together. Um and they do in a way, I'm not gonna spoil a certain comic series for you. <laughs> they do come together in a way again, but not 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 like that. 
Not for lack of trying. <laughs> um, but yeah, because like they they very they had that like oh like we're gonna be together forever. We've survived this like terrible upbringing together. Like we we've been through. It'll be okay. And then like they're kind of just like torn apart. And when they do, you know, like meet again, there is that hope of like oh can this work? And the answer is for many reasons, no, it can't. <laughs> That's a great pick. I think they may have crossed my mind at some point, maybe because I was trying to catalog just like Star Wars relationships that that fall apart. Yeah. You know, breakups to the extent that we have them, like you said, they're, they're few and far between for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's actually a great pick. And I think it does work really well with the arc of their story across, you know, in Solo, but then also in the books and yeah. the comics and stuff. Yeah, so I think it totally works. Yeah. When I first listened to the song, I was not prepared for how sad it was going to be. And, like, it just, it gets you. Yeah. Um, it gets you in your sad feelings. Yeah. It's one of my favorites off of Midnight. It's maybe my favorite off of, if you just take the kind of, like, the OG set list of Midnight's yeah. and you don't count the deluxe and, and the add-ons and stuff. Right. Now I'm sad. <laughs> That's quite the note to end on. Oh, we're done. Oh, man. We are done. Oh. We've done our three. Yeah. Gotta save the others for later. Yeah, they go back in the bucket. Or back on the wheel. We have yet to come to a song that we've thrown back in the bucket. We yeah, no, we have not. Yet. Um, eventually, we'll get there. It's going to take a long time to get through all the songs, especially because she's going to keep making more music. Uh, yes, exactly. We're going to get more vault tracks. We're going to get a new album. Yeah. I think I even said to you last night, because you told me about a song that you had a good association for, and I was like, well, it could be years before we get to it. Um, yeah, and as I mentioned, also, much like you know, with Taylor and in music, Star Wars itself will continue to evolve and grow. Yeah. So it's, you know, for these other songs or for some of the other unpicked ones that we've done in prior, you know, guilt by association. <laughs> like, like we may have had a connection there, but then by the time, you know, we get to it again, like let's say it comes back six months, a year from now, there may have been some books that have come out or comics or whatever. And then we're like, oh, actually, you know, we forget about the original association. We're like, well, now it's really about this character or this plot line or something. So, yeah. Oh, well, we'll get to a lot more Taylor Swift and Star Wars associations eventually, but not today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, happy new year, everyone. I forgot yes. to say that at the beginning. It is, uh, January when you're listening to this. It is a new year. Um, 2023 was a wild year for Taylor Swift and who knows what 2024 has in store. Two re-recordings? Question mark? Who knows? The end of the Eras tour? Question also mark? question mark? <laughs> it's, um, never, ever, ever going to end. It becomes extra planetary. <laughs> Eras tour in space. It's like the the cheesy sci-fi, like, Eras tour in space. (laughs) How's she going to train for that one? That's what I want to know. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think uh, Taylor Swift would train to be an astronaut just for the Eras tour to go to space? Do you think she would... uh, Yes. Yeah, I think she would. Uh, Yes. I think think she... I think that th- that's the kind of dog she's got in her is that that's what she would do. Zero gravity training yep. to be able to perform in space. 
that that'll be like yeah um i don't i don't even know how to respond (laughs) anyway um it's gonna be a great year for taylor swift it's gonna be a great year for this podcast um i'm sure because uh, we just love doing it so much yeah it'll be our first full calendar year yeah yeah who knows who knows uh what what we're gonna come up with and maybe we'll get some guests on the show oh that would be great i would love that me Um, too yes let's do that (laughs) we need to find some other uh space swifties they're out there yeah there there are so many of them out there it's correct scary um that it's it's why the show exists um so yeah do you want uh do you want to be found on the internet in 2024 are you over it sure why not <laughs> all right if you want to you can follow me on x at a large review pod if you want to listen to additional star wars opinions that i have you can catch me over as a co-host on the clashing sabers network on their main show um and if you want to find me um Yes, I'm still on Twitter. Who knows if Twitter will even exist by the end of 2024? I guess Who knows? we'll see. Um, you can still find me there at MegDowell. I am other places, um, uh, which is all on my link tree that's linked there if you want to find uh, what I'm doing these days. Um, I also have another podcast. If you like Star Wars, if you like books, if you like Star Wars books, um, I have a show all about that called Now This Is Lit, where I talk to... Um, people who like to read Star Wars books, people who make Star Wars books, um, and all things related. And it's very fun. And it's going to be a very, very exciting year for the show. Um, and I can't uh, I can't wait for that. So uh, check that out, too, if you like what you just listened to right now. It's not quite as chaotic, um, but it's still pretty great. Um, and you can find this show uh also on twitter at a handle that i currently can't remember space underscore swifties yes, for now that's where you can find it but you can also find the show uh wherever wherever you listen to podcasts um wherever you're listening now it's here so follow us we'd really appreciate it and that's it all right until next time stay cool people <laughs>